Podcast. I am your host, Gary Howard. Hopefully everybody's doing well. And if you're a return listener, thank you for coming back. If you're a new listener, let me tell you what I do. I am a truck driver. I drive over to 48 states of the continental U.S. And during that time, I take 10-hour breaks where I stay at truck stops, kind of like my home away from home, inside a truck. Homeless person, I guess. I don't know. But on this, where I'll talk about that truck stop, reviews, what to eat around it, and um, what's parking like there. Also, I'll talk about a murder slash crime that happened nearby it. So while I'm here in Jeffersonville, Ohio, waiting on my next load, I thought I would go ahead and do that. Now, I did stay at the Flying J across the street from here, where I'm at right now, to wash clothes and take a shower because that's where we fuel at, and I don't have to pay for it. But then afterwards, I came across the street to Sheets, number 759 in Jeffersonville, which they do have beer here. So if you like to drink, don't go to Flying J. They don't have it. And if you want to know the address of this place, it is... 321 State Street, Jeffersonville, Ohio. Their zip code 43128. It's on I-71, exit 69. Has 35 parking spots, which it's been plenty of parking the whole time I've been here. If you're a truck driver, you're coming through here, the Flying J had some parking, but this place was pretty much empty. I think I woke up around midnight and it was like halfway filled. And I think it's a nice place. It's, it's really clean. It looks very new. The girls in there are working very hard trying to keep it nice. So it seems like it's fairly new, too, because there's only three reviews, and it's a five-star review. So I could give you all the This is the first time on this show I'm going to be able to give you all the reviews since there's only three, and everybody's happy. But let's see what there's to eat. They have an Arby's nearby here. Also, inside, they have, like, a burger place. I'm not for sure. Wendy's is nearby. Subway. A lot of these places, Cinnabon and Denny's is right across the highway. Now, I don't know how the Denny's is. I just know that when I was there, this one guy was waiting to be seated, and he finally said, screw it, and left. And some other people were saying the same thing. They had to wait forever to get seated. And the guy's like, screw it. I'm just going to order, get some food from the little deli area where they have pizza and chicken strips he said i wanted dead denny's but oh well because they don't want my service but they have a burger place inside here too it's not on the trucker's path i can't see it and let's see what the reviews and the one thing cool about this place is the store actually reads their reviews actually two of the reviews are the same person so it makes me wonder if it's a worker here i don't know well, let's see. Anonymous user says it's nice, clean place, nice parking, dilly dilly. Yep. And of course, happy to hear it was a good visit. Thank you so much for the five star review, Sheets team. Another one, the next two is Lunchbox 31. So it's very large, open parking lot, large parking spots, parking. Thank you for stopping by. We'll really appreciate the five star review. Thank you, Sheets. And the last review, very clean, easy, ordering food and paying. That's what we like to hear. Here's a Sheets owner. It says own Sheets owner. That's what we like to hear. Thank you so much for stopping by Sheets. And there is the review. So I'm um, through this and not even five minutes of truck stop. But there's really, like I said, I could just, I-79, exit 69, just said 35 spots. 
And what's it say? It says this general information is my sheets rewards have a few three cent fuel discount if you have that quick to accepted order on the app. Sheets go freakishly clean restrooms, MTO menu, indoor seating, outdoor seating, beer cave, sunglasses, gloves, retail depth, wiper blades, flashlights, steer locks, tool kits, tire repairs, and driver logs, which everything's ELD. I think there's still some people that use this paper logs. I'm not for sure. And there is one, two, three, four, eight diesel lanes, it looks like. Does it have it on here? The one thing about this, yeah, eight diesel lanes. They don't have no showers or laundry. That's why I kind of went, well, mainly because I went over there because I do have reward points to do Flying J because I fuel there. That's where my company fuels. But they don't have those type of amenities here. But overall, I would give it a five star. I mean, I'm not going to count that. If I counted that, then I would give it like a four-star review for not having that. But for a place to just, if, if you don't need to take a shower or wash clothes, it's definitely a five-star for me, too. So, let's talk about what uh, the crime is. And it was between two, but one is still ongoing. I'm not going to say what it is. But let's talk about a murder that happened just north of me. We're talking about the murder of Jessica Keene. And... Her or Jessica Lynn Keene, born September 24, 1975, March 16, 1991. She was a murder victim killed in Foster Chapel Cemetery in West Jefferson, Ohio. That is right west of Columbus, if you're curious. On the north side of 70, I believe it is. Her case was profiled on a television program, Unsolved Mysteries, which I watched. It's amazing. It does, goes in, into interviews. Everything Paula Zan the ca on the case with Paula Zan and a dead silence on investigation and discovery. But yeah, her, let's talk about before Justin Lynn Keene, a 15 year old girl, yes, 15 year old girl from Columbus, Ohio, was a model student and an honor, an honor student and a cheerleader. However, she quit cheerleading and her grades dropped after meeting a boy in the school, 18 year old Sean Thompson and fallen in love. Her parents objected to her seeing the young man but did not know what to do. Lot on um on some mysteries they said because he was a different race than her, you I mean gender, not gender but color, I guess, was one of the things. And because of that her grades started falling down, she started skipping school. But yeah, March fourth, nineteen twenty ninety one, together they decided to seek help at a free counseling center in Columbus. The home for troubled teens, Huckleberry House, offered temporary residence for two-week individual and family counseling sessions. Which I would like to know more about that. What made them? Were they just like control freaks over her? Why would they feel like that she needed counseling? I know her grades start slipping, but she's also 15 and she's going through like a change in life. I know when I was 15, I sure didn't know what the fuck I was doing from day one to day two. I think that's when my started going down to, even though I was really never accidentally good. And I'll shut up, Ezra. Okay. She says I babble too long, and I probably could. I'm just in a truck by myself all day long. And so I, once I get on subject, start black, I can just talk, 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 talk. By the way, on my Facebook page, I left a link on there. If you want to leave a voicemail, click on the link. I know I did that. Someone just printed hello on it. Actually, a good friend of mine that I've known for damn near 50 years yes I said 50 years I know him since like 76 77 I cannot remember him 
but click on that link and you can send me a voicemail as long as it's nice and not rude well if it's rude and funny i might put it on just for a laugh but yeah do that i like to hear from y'all but yeah the two days she was about to leave this facility two days before leaving she had got a call from her boyfriend or she called her boyfriend and we don't know what they said but it was not very good she was very upset and they got to an argument and she hung up and decided to go to the mall and the last time she was seen alive was at a bus station bus stop waiting to get on there they think that maybe somebody had picked her up at the time they thought might have been friends they thought it was multiple people might have picked her up but after that she was never seen again and at that point the trail well it didn't go cold yet but yeah so two days later her body was found early in the morning on march 17th king's body was found at the back of forest chapel cemetery 20 miles from the teen facility she had been raped and badly beaten she was still wearing her ring and watch but a pendant with the word taken that her boyfriend gifted her was nowhere to be found so of course her boyfriend was the prime suspect but he had a solid alibi him and his friends had took a trip down to florida prior to this happening so they brung once they came back they did dna they interrogated him dna test on him and the group and they did not because there was semen also found on the scene and that semen did not match none of them it proves that they were not responsible police theorized that she had escaped her abductor and ran in the cemetery where she had, they think that she was actually abducted and was beaten tortured and raped for like six hours then she was able to get away evidence in the cemetery shows that she tried to hide behind stones a pair of her socks was found and a knee imprint in the mud behind a gravestone was found with with or near the socks she was killed near a fence in the cemetery she was trying because it was kind of dark in the cemetery time it was late at night and she saw a distant farm in the house distance so she was trying to get to that farm but she ran into a fence pole because she couldn't see it and i could t- i could see why because this it wasn't near the, some of these cemeteries are very dark you know i parked near many of them at nighttime you can't see there's no lights some of them have like little sun you know little lights that the sun kind of you know powers them up but most part it's pitch black and if you're running and you could just run right into the fence and not even see it but yeah her mom was hopes that she was knocked out from this collision but her abductor caught up to her and killed her what at the time they he knocked her out and just left her for dead her family since placed a cross front with her name at this location on it where her body was discovered near a fence in the cemetery if you want to see videos of this go to lamont at large i believe it is he he did a, a really good episode where he shows you her final resting place and also where they found her body so now who did it since her boyfriend didn't do it they have no suspects so now like they say the trail went cold and the trail went cold until april 9th 2008 police in burlington north carolina arrested martin lee smith jr based on dna evidence smith was charged with unlawful sexual conduct on keen a felony and was extradited back to face charges in 2009 Smith pled guilty to first-degree murder in the Madison County courtroom, confirmed he had raped and murdered Keene. Evidence showed that Keene had escaped his car and run into Forest Chapel Cemetery, 
where she collided with a country post, like I said, and fell. Kane was then beat to death with a tombstone that was discarded over the fence nearby. Reports show that the police had found body pieces, bloodied pieces of a tombstone. In exchange for his admission of guilt, Smith avoided here avoided a death penalty trial that was set for March 2009. He pled guilty to one charge of aggravated murder and specifications of rape and murder and was sentenced to 30 years in prison without parole. And I evaluated that. So like I said, 2038, he would be getting out of prison, clean sheet, no parole, no nothing. He'll serve his full 30 years. And that'll make him 82 years old. So he will still be functioning long you don't die in prison, he can still get out and live a good life. Where she just she is not going to be able to do that. She is not going to be able to have children. She's not going to be able to her mother's not going to be able to have grandchildren or none of that stuff. So he just ended, ruined their whole life and but yeah, he will get out of prison. But Jessica will always be dead. And March 1991 that is where she took her last breath. And if you want to know where to pay your last respects for Jessica Lynn Keen, here it is. You can find this information on Find a Grave, Jessica Lynn Keen, K-E-E-N. She was born September 24th, 1975 in Columbus, Ohio. She was murdered on March 16th, 1991, age 15 in West Jefferson, Ohio. She's at the Sunset Cemetery. Her memorial ID is 6664952. And on here it says Jessica Lynn Keen, age 15, Sunday, March 16, 1991, attended Westland High School where she was a cheerleader survived by her mother, Rebecca Keen, Smitley of Columbus, father, James Keen of Dayton, sister, Heather Keen of Dayton, maternal grandparents, George E. and Smith Smitley of Columbus, parental grandparents George and Rosemary Keene of Sarasota, Florida, S-A-R-A, Sarasota, <laughs> Florida, stepsister Jamie Keene of Dayton. Well, I'm not going to do all this, but you'll find this on Final Grave. Her father did pass away in 2021. Her mother's still alive, so rest in peace, Jessica and James Keene. If you like that, please share with others on social media or whatever. Also, if you like, join my Facebook group, Truck Stop Murder, a true crime podcast. And I also have a YouTube channel, which I'm trying to grow. I like to start going live at some of these murder locations where I can go to with my semi-truck. So you go to Truck Stop Murder, true crime. Also, Twitter at Truck Murder. Instagram at Truck Stop Murder, true crime. Again, like I said, go to my Facebook group. I left a link on there where you can send a voicemail and it can be played on a show if it's funny or if it's rude, mean, but in a funny way, I'll still put it. All right, then, you can support me on Patreon if you want to at Truck Stop Murder. Also, if you want just don't want to be commit, committed and just want to help me get some new equipment, it's truckstopmurder at gmail.com on PayPal. Also, if you want to email me, it's truck stop, the same email, truckstopmurder at gmail truckstopmurder.gmail.com and I guess I didn't get still waiting on still waiting on load I did not get interrupted while recording this so awesome 
So again, like I say, you can't fix stupid, but you can sure numb it with a two by four. I am out of here. <laughs> Thank uh-huh.